Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, Natalie Jamalonski, is here. She's the nonprofit ninja. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Natalie, guess hey, what? It's a another wine, wine on wine. wine. Cheers. Cheers. I love these because we get to drink wine and you are welcome to join us at home. Uh, I'd love for you to create a drinking game over wine on one and Ooh, send that good. to us. Uh, we yeah. could maybe send that out to our listeners. That'd be kind of fun. We, we enjoy having our own little drinking game in here and it's called what topic will we have today? Marjorie, what topic would you like? Well, as most of our listeners know. Just a couple of days ago was Valentine's Day, the day oh, of love. Are you telling uh, Are you telling me I was your Valentine? You were my Valentine, and I didn't send you a Valentine. But, but I have a, I have a very special Valentine. Oh, and our listeners also might know that tomorrow is President's Day. <gasps> yes, it is. It is. Yeah. And uh, no, normally we would talk about you know Washington or Lincoln or yes. you know, some of the other great presidents of the day. Oh no, are you going politics on us? No, I'm not going to do that. That's this is not the show for that. Okay, where are we Where are we heading with this, Marjorie? <laughs> so. I want to tell you about my Valentine. I want to write a letter to a love letter to my board chair, my board president. Very clever. I like it. Yes. So I'm really lucky. Uh, like I know a lot of our listeners are, um, and I know maybe some of our listeners aren't to have a really, really, really fabulous board chair. Um, so I'm lucky that way. I would agree. So want to tell you about some of the things that really good board chairs do. Good. So that, um, other board chairs out there might be inspired to, to, you know, become next year's Valentine for their uh, you know, executive director. Here, really nice. I love yeah. it. So oh, if you're listening and you are a board member of a nonprofit and you would like to get some tips on how you can help your board chair be a mm-hmm. stronger leader, uh, be prepared to write some notes down. And, uh, if you are a listener who's working for a nonprofit and you wish your board chair was doing some of these things and you think you'd like to suggest them, Feel free to share this with them, maybe in a little love net load of your own. And, exactly. Uh, if none of those options work and uh, you're just not in a great situation, feel free to drink along. Yeah. <laughs> drink if your board chair does not do these things. That's right. Okay. So uh, so my, my board chair, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Yes. <laughs> Number one is incredibly inspiring to all of the other board members. So my board chair is always the first one to get up and say, hey, guys, we need to do this. You know, this is what's going to really make a difference. And just to really kind of push everybody along. Board chairs really set the tone. They do. Because if they're kind of like sitting in the background being like, meh, you know, mm-hmm. that's it's really nice. Good job, team, you know, staff, go keep doing your staff thing. Um, the mission is not going to move right. at all. Like you're just going to kind of stay there and sit there, which is no fun at all. So when you have a board chair that is willing to get up and be the first one in, be the first one that shows up at the meetings, is the first one that says, mm-hmm. here's my contribution to the organization this year, that makes a really big difference. And, you know, I can see where sometimes a board chair would think, I'm going to do some of these things behind the scenes because I don't want attention drawn to me for doing this. But the reality is... The one thing a board chair needs to do is not only show this love, but show it in a public way, a public display of affection, shall we will, uh, with the other board members. Because when you do that PDA, it sets tone, it raises the bar, it establishes expectations. So once the board chair is saying kudos out loud as opposed to behind the scenes, then you'll see other board members who are recognizing the staff for their hard work in the executive. So Exactly. So number two, number two, how do I love the, let me count the ways. My board chair is constantly learning. 
So even though my board chair came into our organization with some program knowledge, because he's actually a consumer of our organization as well as a business leader in our community, he didn't really know anything about fundraising, mm-hmm. didn't know too much about nonprofit life, mm-hmm. um, but he's taken it upon himself to to do that. So he's attended conferences with me. He's attended. Um, really? Yeah. And just done like, things like that. Yeah. Well, you I didn't mean, tell I, him you were taking him out for ice cream. I and may have tricked him. Did you do a conference? I may have told him there'd be wine and there wasn't. Oh, but, no. <laughs> there was food. We'll have leftover wine perhaps today <laughs> after our session. So, but yeah, you know, going, going to these sessions, reading up, reading the things that I send him that are about the organization or about things that we're doing, concepts that we're going to try. Um, reading is so important. It's so important <laughs> because the, without it, then you're, then you're on two different playing fields. Yeah. Exactly. So if I know something that he doesn't know, that's, that can be dangerous. It can be what they call a career limiting move. Exactly. Yes. For both of us. Yes. It's not good. Not good. Which, you know, that would be a career limiting move for him, you know, so he loses his nonprofit free job. Oh, that's sad. But I would lose my nonprofit paid job. That's worse. Which would make me really, really sad. That's sadder. So yeah. Yeah. So, but a board chair that goes out there and actually takes the time to learn about your mission, takes the time to learn about the organization, the uh, the environment around that mission. So does he ask questions on? as well? Asks a lot of questions. Sometimes to the point where I'm like, dude. I was wondering because <laughs> so sometimes questions. sometimes nonprofit leaders get uh, almost threatened yeah. by people who are asking too many questions, board members, board chairs, that sort of thing. Kind of what I've heard uh, feedback is, let me do my job. I don't know why your nose is in my business. Yeah. So, you know, and they get a little defensive and put up some walls. They can create a rift. So. How do you make sure that the questions he's asking helps to build the relationship stronger and not chip away at its foundation? So I think that's number three. Ooh. Is that was not planned, by the way. No. He's an excellent partner. I, I see our relationship as a, as a serious partnership instead of this. Uh, you hear a lot of people, you know, kind of fighting with their board, cha- board chair. I, I've never really had that experience where I felt like he was not on this, my side and not on our organization's side. I've always been able to tell that our organization is number one and we both believe that really strongly and it comes out in our work. We disagree all the time Mm -hmm. about, you know, different things and how things should be done or Mm -hmm. how things, you know, could be done better or any number of things. But I've never felt like it was in a position where I was being attacked Mm -hmm. or told that I was just doing everything wrong or anything like that. So another hallmark of a good board chair is just making sure that your tone is moderate and that you're, you're actively working with. Um, We also have drinks together um, after meetings quite often. So that, that helps, you know, that's good. So you're building a social, uh, again, we talked before in some of the other episodes about how we blend a lot of what we do personally, professionally, and so this really helps you to establish a social basis with them as exactly. well. And you get comfortable with uh, teasing and jokes and laughter and uh, the things that make relationships so great. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things, and again, this is unique to our situation. My, my board chair is visually impaired. So we get to spend a lot of time in the car together just chatting about whatever mm. uh, because I often take him to and fro meetings. So but which is anyone chance. can use that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You think about uh, carpooling. Yeah. To all sorts of situations and meetings and events and activities. Carpooling is a great, I love to carpool with my staff. Oh yeah. Because I learn so much about them and I try desperately not to talk shop while we're in the car unless I have to prep them because we're going to make a presentation or we're going yeah. over notes. I really want to know more about what they do. So awesome. Yeah. Excellent. And then number three, um, he can hear a stupid comment and not roll his eyes. 
That is talent in itself. Mm-hmm. It is big talent. I have, a, I have a difficult time with that. In fact, I worry sometimes I'm going to pull a muscle because <laughs> I roll them so hard, but that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Because I mean, and I think that is, that's part of the, well, that's probably made the, the symptom of the, the, one of the things that makes him great is, you know, he understands that everybody, there's a lot of people that are all in on our mission with some with great ideas and some with great ideas. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know if our listeners could sense the sarcasm in that second mm, one. So I'm hoping that they did. Yeah. yeah. Unless they've had a little more wine than we have. Yeah. Maybe not. So, you know, and I think as board chairs, as executive directors, we get that a lot. We, we get people that mean so well and just that don't understand the organization and want to suggest things that maybe could be done better elsewhere. Yeah. Or not done at all. We'll see. You know, you know, so. I think one of the great roles of a good board chair is to call the executive director to greatness. Yes. And the way you do that is building great relationships, get on the same playing field, continue to stay ex- excellent with your knowledge and understanding of the the group, and then being able to serve as a leader, both yeah. in the moment and also behind the scenes. Sounds like uh, you better be careful. Someone's going to Someone's going to uh, hear this and approach that board, but I suspect uh, <laughs> you've got them on lockdown, right? <laughs> uh, excellent. Congratulations to you, because I know there are some board members out there uh, who would like to be a, uh, a leader at some point on that board, and this will give them a great idea to be able to do simple things they can do right now to start practicing to be the next board chair. Exactly. Start start working on those eye rolls. A, or, or maybe not so much. <laughs> maybe not? internal. I always say I do internal eye rolls. Those yeah. work really well. Yes. <laughs> so thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Overcast, whatever your favorite podcast app is, and subscribe. And please leave us some feedback so that other people can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.